Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Award ceremonies serve a few different audiences. The industry itself, the audience of that industry, and also those on the outside looking in. Are podcasting awards serving all three audiences equally? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Here's the thing about the big award ceremonies. You know what I'm talking about, big award ceremonies. And the thing is about the big award ceremonies is that most people who are interested in that medium, whatever that medium celebrates for that award, most of the people who are interested in that medium are familiar with the award nominees and winners. Let me give you an example. Uh, Take the Oscars, take the Emmys, take the Grammys. If you're interested in movies, television, or music, and you care about that event, and you care about these things, you probably have experienced approximately all of the nominees, certainly all of the winners, or most of them at least, on a high level. But I don't think we've actually done that in podcasting yet. You see, last night, the Ambies were handed out. That's the award ceremony that's brought to us by the Podcast Academy, Academy, of which I am a paying dues member and a voter, just like anybody can be, who has uh, paid their membership dues for the Podcast Academy. Big award ceremony was last night, and I watched that award ceremony. had a real good time. If you want a list of the winners, there'll be a link in the show notes. I put together a Podchaser list of all of the shows that won, because weirdly enough, the Podcast Academy's website, while it links, uh, while it lists all of them, it doesn't link to any of the show pages. So, <laughs> okay. Anyhow, I'm digressing already. Award ceremony, the Ambies were last night. And I think most people in the podcasting industry, like me and maybe like you, I think most people that are in the industry and really working in the industry are familiar with most of the podcasts that were nominated and won also. But I'm not sure, even amongst the 80 million Americans who listen to podcasts on a weekly basis, I'd wager that most of the nominees wouldn't even be recognized by a small portion of the listening audience. Heck, I don't even think most of the winners would be recognized. That's not because these are obscure shows. Not at all. The ones that won, not surprisingly, are some of the biggest shows out there. Again, we in the industry know about these shows and production houses, but I don't think most listeners do. Now, I think that's partly due to the fractured and decentralized, chaotic structure, if you will, that's been baked into podcasting since day one. 
That's who we are. It's in our DNA. So we should be listening to lots of different things because there are lots of different things to listen to. But on the other side of that, I don't, I'm not terribly surprised that we saw some production houses take home several different awards because they, in that production house, in that network, are a lot less fractured and a lot more centralized. I think the reason most podcast listeners are not aware of most of the AMB winners last night can partly be blamed on the perceived easiness of podcasting, coupled with the encouragement that anyone can start a podcast in their closet and win the top award show ever. And okay, is that possible? Yes. Probable? Not so much. Not so much. Once again, if you look at the winners... Who won the awards last night? The shows that won the awards didn't take the easy road. And even if they were, and probably some of them were, recorded in their closets, here's the key, it didn't sound like it. I love that podcasting is an approachable medium that just about anyone can do with relative ease and a lower expense than other forms of medium, other other mediums themselves. And, and I think some of the people can do well with that. However, however, I, I can't help but wondering, I'm going to change the direction of this because I don't want, I don't like where I was spiraling down to. So let me pull back out and say this. I can't help but wonder if we're failing to give attention to the best sounding shows that will bring new people into the fold. I wonder if we, if I and you are doing our part to elevate the shows that we probably don't think need elevating because we're in the industry. But I wonder about those on the outside looking in. What are the best ones? Are we giving them the opportunity to experience truly the best that podcasting has to offer. I think award shows can help do that, can help expose the myriad listeners who are occasional listeners or never listeners. I think we can expose them with a good award show to podcasting, which is what the Ambies really wanted to do, and that was kind of stymied by COVID. Couldn't do the big red carpet thing they wanted, but they did a nice job with the show. I think that award shows like that can work to bring more people into the fold of podcasting, but only when they make sure and elevate the best-sounding shows. And the unfortunate reality of that is it's a zero-sum game. Most shows aren't going to win. Even if you think they should, or the producers think they should, or the listening audience thinks they should, they may not be worthy of it. That's a reality. And we think we, we spend a lot of time talking and, and bolstering up new people's space, and we totally should do that. And, and bringing in additional voices, and we totally should do all of those things. Yes, we need to encourage it. More people. We've got plenty of room in the podcasting space for that. But I also think we need to do our part in talking up the winners, at least as much as we talk up the up and coming. Maybe we don't need to do the same things. I mean, people who won the awards, we don't need to go be patting Q code on the back, although I'm, I have congratulated them for that. We certainly should be sharing that sort of content at least as much as we're sharing 
and encouraging for other people. It's all about perception. And perception is reality. So anyhow, a, a rambling episode. My apologies for having uh, not a clear delineation. But hey, that's also part of the podcast pontifications. Some things I pontificate about without a clear answer. It's all about helping you figure out your own answer to all of these questions. One thing I would encourage you to do is, if this sparked a thought around you, uh, for something you should do, share this idea with your podcasting peers, whatever you're going to do about it. Are you going to go listen to more of the award-winning podcast? Share that in, around your podcasting friends. Why not? These are things we can actually do. And if you like the idea, as rambling and as chaotic as it was, embracing the real nature of podcasting, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and do just that. Buy me a virtual coffee. Because I might have had more than two drinks uh, during the award ceremony last night. Coffee is definitely required today. All right, that's it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.